0: Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this evening by Sean O'Leary, working back the long hours there in the, in the Melbourne office in Acom. Welcome along, Sean e.
1: Thanks, Liam. Uh, long evening here, dark evening here in Melbourne.
0: Well, Sun is shining here in beautiful sunny, Kilkenny Giggles, welcome along, you're coming to us from Cork, I won't say beautiful Cork, come to us from Cork
2: I'm from halfway between Formoy and Glenworth here in the desert, yeah. Um it's it's, it's, it's it's kind of that time of the year where you look at the weather up in Melbourne and you see it's maximum 10 or 11 or 12 degrees and you feel good about the to move home <laughs> Cause we're It's long really cold here
0: at the moment, it's Baltic I'm in the shorts and t-shirt here today, Kilkenny. it's scrap. Um, we do have an exciting show for you today, we are going to look ahead to an enthralling monster final, I think it's the obvious, something that we've been very excited about since that pairing got uh, made a few weeks ago, and um, we have a Giggles Corner, is that right Giggles?
2: We have a Giggles Corner today, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We have a Giggles Corner, and we're going to have a look at the Leicester final, which also is you know a rematch of gilkenny Gallo, which brings its own excitement as well, Cody v. Shefflin take two, which is... Um, taken on a life of its own, obviously, since the end of of that last one. But giggles wants to quickly just mention the whole country's been talking about probably for over a week now is the catfish story. Shawnee, have you listened to the two Johnny's catfish story? I
1: have. I do, I was um with a few points after being knocked out of the championship last week, and all the lads ran about this catfish thing, and I hadn't a clue what they were talking about. But I mostly I got stuck into it on Monday morning, coming into work, and I haven't stopped since. I'm like. Yeah. Some story lets. Jeez. And and not surprising at the same time. I'm sure that's probably going on everywhere.
2: It's uh, to, to surprising when there was a lad going out with the girl for three years and he never met her. I thought that was quite surprising.
1: Well <laughs> but but Yung th- Flicity is his own giggle, sir. You'd know that. That's it.
2: true. That's true. Uh I, I thought uh, I actually thought of one of our own clubmates, you know. You know when you're trying to get lads over for the for the for the year and you hear of X, Y, or Z is coming like how easily would it be to catfish a few bodies from Wolf you to convey it then? XY and Z is coming and create yeah. a fake up <laughs> <love> the hype. <laughs> and then they never arrive yeah, the hilarious. Yeah. But um
0: <laughs> No, it was no uh, it was an intriguing listen and I have no time for the two Johnnies at all. Would not listen to the podcast. Couldn't listen to them on two FM or anything, but they absolutely nailed that those two episodes in fairness with that with that story. I have to say it was absolutely I've sent it on to loads of people myself. Um, yeah, it was so it was really, really well told. Because you could butcher that story. To be fair, they just stuck to the facts. They weren't from Tipperary.
1: Would it would it be make a difference? No, don't think
2: no, so. The two Johnnies are just they're. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm with Liam on this one, Johnny They're they're just they're, they're full of Tipperary humour. That's what
1: they're. They ah, uh, look, I I, I, I I've never look. I I must admit, I've never listened to. Well, very odd time I've listened to them, but I've got well stuck into this this uh, no, catfish story, which. In, I hear it's gripping the nation
0: It's gripping there. the nation Yeah In fairness to the two guys, though, They've made it a fair Career for themselves That they've some way conned themselves Onto 2FM Like I don't know How they've done that But yeah. Just shows how bad 2FM yeah, is at the moment the play, They're playing play, play, 2FM the tree the arena, They're playing The 3 Arena And they're playing At uh, what's the They sold out They sold out The 3 Arena They were in the Marquee and Cork as yeah. well Yeah No in fairness the Mar- to Mar- Mar- them Mar- They are
2: doing well We have to give them Their dues We don't like them But they're doing well Yeah The fish was was a quality listen. Yeah. Very engaging. Yeah, no,
0: brilliant listen, hundred no, percent, absolutely brilliant listen. Um well let's let's get stuck into um muster final, but before I suppose we get stuck into the muster final, Giggles wasn't super keen to do the podcast last week, just didn't line up for lots of different reasons. No. Um but we can't yeah, just Yeah, we can't just brush <laughs> aside Watford, you know, like what an absolute shambles, Giggles.
1: Well, you can really.
0: Well, you can brush him aside, but we can't brush oh. aside. <laughs> like what
2: it feels like? It feels like when you're when you're you're kinda of young lad and you're going out with a girl and everything was going great and you're all happy together and next thing she dumps you and you don't know why. And you you know what's happened and I think this is gonna be the first weekend then when you realise, oh shit, they're out out. Because you don't want to believe that it's happened. Everything was going so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's over now for the year for Watford. I still can't like it, this is the weekend where hurling comes back, right? We've had a bit of a lull last weekend watching all the the boring big ball games. Um, but I, I I can't believe it. It's it's a massive turn of events. I know the whole panel are very very disappointed about it. There's a whole pile of things where they overtrained, did Cal lose the dress? Like there's all rumours. To be honest, I don't know what to believe. I, I would. I think I, I listened to Tommy Welch on um, Off the ball. I think He's very good. He was my number one, as you know, so I'm, I can say yeah, i listening to him. And, and he made a very good point. He said, look, Mothra in the league, they were brilliant against Wexford, and they were brilliant against Cork. Um, they drew They nearly lost to Antrim. They drew with Dublin. They beat Kilkenny, or they beat it very well. And they lost to Kilkenny. So when you went on league form, you were kind of like, when you look at it on the, on the whole, they did really well to win it, but it wasn't that outstanding. Their form, their, their performance against Tipperary was okay. Their performance against Limerick, I thought, was quite good, and that's what kind of gave I think everybody in Waterford a bit of a boost that we're getting closer to Limerick. But then, and, and then with six, with ten minutes to go against Cork, just before Alan Connolly got the goal, I would have I would have banked on Waterford winning the game. So in the space of ten minutes, they just totally exited the championship, and I, I don't know what the performance against Clare was about it was
0: off. have a listen to this though have a listen to this have a listen to this we're, we're the team, <laughs>
2: we're the team
0: to
2: we the team to beat we are the team to beat now. Yeah. simple as yeah. and I don't care who's waiting in the long grass I heard someone said to me yesterday "A tip her waiting in the long grass to have their eyes on you they can all wait in the long grass because it's, whoever beats Watford will be going up the steps yeah.
0: I think that's I think that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a problem right there I can tell you that I think oh, I, I think I there was that. serious hype that like, they believed in the hype, I reckon, a little bit, because y- oh. you talk about, how can you go out against Clare, it's, lads, we have to win, it's out of our hands, but we have to win to put the pressure on, and let's leave no stone unturned here, Clare, like, drop two of their best players, two of their stars, and you go out with that performance, like, that's just, like, especially this trajectory they've been on, this, oh, they peaked too early all that's, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Peaking too early to win the league. I, I don't buy into that. It's, there's something fragile there. It's 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 a re- I would be very worried about. You would have been coming in this uh, year so excited, giggles. Like the base oh yeah, was I, there.
2: I I I, I don't. I, I do buy into the fact that like, I think teams peak, uh, and I think Limerick looked like they're getting it absolutely spot on. The, Limerick were shocking in the league. They were doing yeah. a whole bank of work. Uh, Clare was shocking in the league. Uh, they had one draw. They were actually two points ahead of Offaly with 10 minutes to go. Um, but they obviously had their eyes on the bigger prize. I think maybe Watford didn't and trained as if there was no peak. part of this. I think peaking is very important in the current uh, inter-county environment. I think Galway didn't show their hand. Sheffield is doing a really good job. Kick approach things differently. They, they, Brian Cody's words, they take every game as it comes. <laughs> and he gets played in front of is there a fragility in Watford I, like, I, I don't think so Like I think if you look at it on the, on the, like, the clear performance aside the clear performance was that Cork played really really well down in West Park um, they played really well the, the Tip still had a chance to qualify as well and Cork bet the living crap out of them Cork were in the All-Ireland final last year over the last three seasons Watford were in the All-Ireland Finals semi-final last Limerick only and then we won the league beat Tip had a good game against Limerick so
0: won one game three in that round three, round three years at the round robin though
2: uh, you can keep throwing out the facts team. 100% <laughs> yeah, in the round robin the, the two years previously that was 2000 I'm just 2018, saying 2018, though 2018,
0: I'm, 2018, saying, I'm just gone. saying yeah. you were worried you don't like the round robin you were saying that coming in like you doesn't suit I agree, Waterford I, I
2: agree I agree because I don't think Welsh Park suits Waterford I don't think there's any team mind you but it definitely doesn't give a huge home advantage to Waterford uh, I, don't, I agree with you on that one I think the round robin does not suit Waterford um, I think Waterford tend to play better against like, the Leinster teams. I, I just, I, I think that's been a factor over the Do you last year. You're going to try and Leinster. No, no, no. <laughs> but in terms of when, when, there, when there was this, a knockout, if you were knocked out of the Munster Championship, you went into the, the qualifiers. And Waterford would, in general, beat an Offaly, a uh, Wexford, uh, Dublin, uh, Kilkenny, uh, Galway in the qualifiers. We've I mean, had in the last 10 years very good records against those teams. So I I I as I, as I said earlier, it's kind of like there's nothing you can do about it. You're broken up with. <laughs>
1: you're out. Yeah. And, but you're not happy. <laughs> a lot of the con like I, I I'm like I got I suck I got sucked into the a thing as well. I mean it all dimmed off the back of Ballygunner winning the club All Ireland and then how how well they went in the in the league and the dismantle you know the the dismantled job they did of Cork in the league final. I I totally bought into it and I was like. And I probably said a couple of times in this podcast is about they're the only team that I can see putting up to Limerick, and she's to come through what they came through. And we we had our own failings in Cork as well. We were mediocre, up and down in the league. You know, a bad league final, shocking start to the championship, and now it's all turned around again. Like it's 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 just been a bizarre championship so far. Um, but I certainly, I I totally could see Waterford Buying into it, but then I suppose when you see their top chief scorer Stephen Bennett, you know, doing all the damage in the league, and it comes to the championship, he, he didn't. What did he score from play? I Two f- or three points flat
0: massively. Giggles are like, so, giggles is so upset now. He's taken to foot. He's left the office yeah. and he's walking off his anger uh, as we talk about Waterford. He's walking around the the the, the grounds of he's Top Isle
1: in Cork. He's gone out oh, checking the, the
2: oil levels.
0: <laughs> There's another few cents going on to the price anyway. I don't,
2: he got into the car now. Work for
0: Top I work. for. I work for Amber. Oil oh, Amber. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling everyone. Top Oil. Oh, yeah, the, he works for Top Oil. <laughs> Charlie Carter's crowd Yeah, Charlie Carter's crowd He, he,
1: he fills up the the, the truck for Dan and Charlie Carter. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to
2: get the charger going on the phone. I was about to go dead. <laughs> um, Look, we won't give more any more airtime. We won't
0: give any more airtime though yeah. because the are gone. But we'll do a full episode of of <laughs> of, a, of a kind of a true Waterford failings. Waterford post Martin. Yeah, well, <laughs> post Martin special. Um, but yeah, look, just I think uh, I I was in Turles on on the Sunday and Tip Cork started. Tip got off to flyer, obviously. They did. And next minute it was coming through that Waterford were already getting hell beaten over in in Ennis. I was like, oh my god, Tip could go through here if this keeps going the way it was going like mm. which would have been a, a ridiculous outcome that they'd went through you know but obviously in Cork Ferris stayed the ship and ended up absolutely hurling the shite out of Tipperary an interesting fact from Turles I don't remember what to be talking about the Munster final here Um, Cork outnumbered Tipperary supporters 4-1 to one in Turles 4-1 to one. which is shocking isn't it like there was no from Tipperary to match and there were 15 minutes to go every tip supporter left they were gone, gone out the door.
1: Unbelievable! When you think of a, a county that has its own supporters' club and and and, shout and roar about it all the time as well. Oh my God! I was delighted. Yeah, I
0: think I, I was think delighted. That, I think if
2: you, if you look at the two teams being knocked out, water and Tip, I think at least we've a bit of silver. Right? Like it or not, it's the league. Yeah, we have, we exactly. Have
1: yeah.
2: And we have we have a bit of optimism. Whereas Tip, Tip has. Like their team was pretty okay at that place against the American in the multi final. But they, they don't seem to have the players coming through. Um so I'd say it could be a couple of years in non qualification out of Munster for this superiority team.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, I I don't I don't buy into that they don't have the players coming through either. Like they've 120s All Irelands, like they've beaten a lot of those car players in those All Irelands and I think that's spoken about too of that the car players who've lost to us All-Irelands have progressed up to the senior team and have that development. Whereas the tip lads, and I suppose the Sheedy area, where he just blanked them all with the last two years and gave them all development, it's, it's showing up now. But they'll, they'll turn that around very quickly as well. They'll be very surprised. I don't think they're down for too long, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I hope they're down for a while. I'd love if they're down for a well, while. Fingers crossed. Love to see them not just go, out. Especially with the round robin. That's the beauty of the round robin. If you're rubbish, your year is just over. Like it'd be great if yeah. they are, if they lose the first three games again next year and they're just gone they're gone by you know may like it was just very very enjoyable it's very enjoyable seeing them all leave over in tardise in particular um People but have bad man leave nah nah no nah, no nah. They, they deserve not less. They deserve not less the way they the way they h- conduct themselves. Uh, but anyway, on to the Munster final, which is a sellout for Sunday, which is obviously not a surprise given the momentum around Clare and in fairness to Limerick fans are are brilliant fans to travel as well. Um, complete sellout out and, to out and now, it? yeah, totally and sold out very very early though by all accounts as well. I don't think I don't know Buff hadn't got a ticket at one stage. I don't know has he got a ticket now, um, but. What I suppose this is the game where I know there's another way back in if you lose this match but this is going to be a fa- fantastic to see we obviously had to draw what Limerick will we see and what Clare will we see in this game because it's a very very different game to a game in the Round Robin when the two of them were kind of going hammer and tongs but I think are we going to see a few more of the Limerick players back Eagles what, what have you heard are we going to see anyone else back oh, you, see, you see
2: all the Limerick players back back Cian Lynch I'd imagine he, he won't be back um, I don't think John, John carly talks rubbish um, I, I, I think it's a very interesting game right because Limerick don't really care I would imagine too much about winning this monster final they're going to want to win it right because they want to get into semi-final but does the monster Cup mean that much to them? possibly not doesn't mean a lot to Clare. It means a huge amount to Clare, right? They, they haven't, they've won a league, I think, in 2015 or 2016. They won the All Ireland, obviously, in 2013. Remember, this Clare team has won four All Ireland 21s in five year periods back in the early part of the decades. They're, are quality, they quality players. They're on the up. I, I actually think all the pressure in this game is on Clare, not on Limerick. Um, because Limerick will come through. A qualifier route and, and they won't mind at all. Whereas I think Clare, it would be a massive season for Clare if they won the Munster final, and even if they got knocked out in the other I think it'd be a brilliant year for them. Um, so, putting all that to the side, because then that's kind of by the by, I do think it's going to be a cracking match. I think what you have two really confident teams uh, with very, very solid halfback lines on both sides. They have a tallies man in the forwards and Tony Kelly and Aaron Jolande. They've got huge work rate. Where I do think this game, I I, I I think Limerick could win it. And I think the edge that Limerick have over this Clare team at the moment, take Ian Lynch out of Limerick, I think they're fairly even, 2-15. to 15. I think where Clare have a weakness is in their goalie, Aver Quilligan. I don't think he's a great shot stopper. I don't think he's great in the puck outs. He had a brilliant game against Waterford in the puckouts, but to be honest, Waterford had kind of packed up at that stage, I think. Um and I've seen a little bit of a weakness from a Clare perspective there. Whereas Nicky Quaid, we all know, is an unbelievable puck-out master. He's a brilliant shot-stopper. And he's one of the best goalies himself in Owen Murphy. Probably the top two in the country at the moment. So, it's a fascinating game. The, the other side of it is, oh, Tony Kelly has always played unbelievably well against him. Like, even when Clare got hammered by him right there two years ago, Tony Kelly scored 17 points or something like that. Because Limerick will allow him to float between the lines. They won't. Yeah, have they to won't put pick a him up. No. Him. no, no. So it's it, it's interesting. Like you've got you've got some savage matchups. Like I can't wait to see, Deermore Burns, Mark, and Shane O'Donnell. I think that's what yeah, to be the biggest, biggest matchup of the day. Like Shane O'Donnell is like if you were trying to describe your perfect hurler that you'd love to coach. Unbelievably fit, unreal work ethic, plays for the team. He's got he's bringing the points score and part into his game now if he gets inside for a goal he, he will but that that doesn't seem to be the part loan is described from against Jeremy Burns who scored scored nine points the last day he played like I know six of them are from Freeze, but he's in hurler the year territory Jeremy Burns so I think that matchup is going to be unreal who they put on Tony Kelly and what way they approach it I imagine he'll start in the corner Barry Nash will pick him up if, and if you're Limerick you want Barry Nash to pick him up and go out the field with them because if Barry Nash flips on body, they can go and attack as well. Uh, and on the flip side for Limerick, I think they'll probably target Claire's full back line. Like, I think Claire's full back line is really good, but Paul Flanagan and the other guy who's played brilliantly all year, his name escapes me now. Danny you have you No, know, he's Beckham being class. He's Wolf Tones, Shannon, man. Um, they are small, right? And when you put a full, a full forward and Gillan, Seamus Flanagan and I wouldn't be surprised if they throw another big lad in there and they don't stop Graham Mulcahy okay. you've got a real high disadvantage slash advantage Then, and you drop the other end Peter Duggan on Mike Casey the the, the, the the kind of the the matchups are are, are hugely interesting I, I think it's going to be a cracker sorry I'm waffling on there I'm getting excited you're not, <laughs>
0: you're not waffling on you're not waffling on you but this time you can't call a draw because you've called draws so what, what, who do you think is going to win
2: I do think, I think Limerick, I, Peter Logan back in there now, he's, a, he's in flying form. It was a savage matching music Park. It's on in Turles. Galan will be back.
0: Now was given rain. I, I, Is that, if that influences you? It's meant to be not a great day in Turles. Yeah.
2: Um, very hard. I, I'm, I'm going to go for a Limerick win. I, I just think, I think they shade it on, on the goalkeepers. I think, well, you think, you think that's going to be a deciding on.
0: factor? You think the goalkeeper's going to be a deciding factor?
2: I think the puck-outs and, and ability to win primary possession is going to be huge. And if Clare can't get their hands on possession, they can't do anything. Like, if Tony Kelly doesn't get the ball, or Shane Van doesn't get the ball, or Peter Duggan doesn't get the right ball in. I also think there might be an element of Clare didn't have it hard against Watford, let's be honest. right? They didn't have it hard whatsoever. They were strolling around. Everything they hit, their time. There's always a piece where you come off the back of a performance like that where you might believe somehow that you're better than you are because you haven't been put under that savage, ferocious pressure. Um, so on that basis, I think Limerick are coming off the back of these feckin' clear bodies. Um, drew with us, they, your man went diving, whatever his name was, Fitzgerald, that played centre-back the last day. No, it wasn't Fitzgerald. The guy with had to got Gerald Hegarty sent off. I, the, I, one I, like that, yeah. the one like
0: that, yeah. like that, yeah. He's gonna
2: wheel, he, He's gonna wield He's gonna use the body ferociously. Over the, I, I think it's gonna be a Titanic battle, and I'm gonna go with a Limerick win by four points.
0: Okay,
1: Shawnee. Yeah, I, I think the the midfield areas where all you've got to be looking out for because I think you know they target Davy Fitzgerald. He had a fierce influence on on that game against Limerick last year. Like he's. He's a big man, like, and he's, you know, he's in the territory of Gerard I'm not saying he's the same horrorism, but, you know, big athletic man, you know, goes down through the middle, gets his scores, uh, very physical around the middle. I'd say you're going to see Will who or Darragh Donovan, I'd say, tag the physicality stakes there in the midfield. And it's, uh, that's where I think it's going. the game's going to be won and lost as, as around there. I think there is... A lot of evenness around, you know, the half back lines and the half forward line. The, the I actually think Shane O'Donnell troubles um, Burns a lot because he's got everything in his package. Like he's got, he's got speed. He actually has that strength. No, it, I, he just seems to be a lot more solid. He and he has an X factor. He has much. a bit of an X factor yeah. too. He kind of he's unpredictable. He's, he's not do. predictable. He's yeah. not predictable. Yeah. yeah. So um, I do think you know the. F- the Clare half-battling is probably their weakest in terms of, you know, where they can get exploited. Um, I'm not, I just not, I, I think that's an area where, where I think Limerick are going to be on top of them there. I I do think Limerick are going to win. I, I wouldn't bet against them. Um, and, and as we said earlier on, when we were had the, talking about Waterford, I mean, Limerick were shocking in the league, like, but they're, they're mean business now and they've, they haven't, you know, they haven't missed the beat really in the championship to be honest. Even though the players that have lost, they still kept going. The players that are getting in as well, Carl O'Neill. Um they've Flanagan probably coming back. They have uh Boylan there who came on uh, the last day against Clare. I thought he was he was I thought he had a great game against Clare as well. So they still have those options. Um I think I think Limerick are gonna win by two or three points, but I do expect like Claire will have the Clare roar, the banner roar whatever you call it, and they'll have, you know, the fire in the belly and they'll have, you know, their leader behind them in Brian Lawan and they'll bring all that to it. I just think I uh, you know, I just I just can't bet against Limerick and how just how much quality they have, like um I think it's a three or four point win. Yeah. I think it'll be very, very close though. I don't think they're gonna run away with it.
0: No, and I'm the same, like I think it's it's so evenly matched but my not my worry for Clare though is that Limerick have a brilliant ability, a kind of similar to what Kenny used to have of just staying in the match. Yeah. That even if Clare do all the hurling, which they could do for large chunks of this match, Limerick will just still be there, there, thereabouts. Yeah. And if you're within two or three points of if Limerick, are within two or three points of Clare, even with ten minutes to go, that's where you worry that you ha- you haven't done enough because they don't stop, they don't panic. Yeah they're very measured and they just keep going about their business so i think limerick will edge claire in a cracker um but i think again it's only going to be one or two points the finest some margins um i i don't think there's actually much between them but i just think the experience that they have and how well organized they are you know i just think they just they will just have that little bit much for a clear on the day But I think it's going to be yeah, Like everyone's saying It's going to be a cracker I hope it lives up to its billing now Because it's been billed as yeah. Going to be the greatest match but only when, we, when we build up and these matches And if the
1: bad too It could, you know, could be A bit of a slugfest It could like be a when, slugfest you know, yeah. It could be a slugfest You know you're worried you're, You want to be seeing An open scoring game And you know Well not an open scoring game But you want to see A lot more scores Than you had in the in the You know the, the What was the last game 124 or Was it 124 26 I don't mind that. I don't
0: mind. I, that's a, still a good, that's yeah. still a, you know. score, Leicester
2: scored a shot.
1: So. Yeah, it's proper hurling. No, that's, not, that's not a bad score,
0: 124 to 27, uh, 27 points. That's proper and hurling. That's like, other matches, like big blowouts in Munster, big gaps. Um, okay, so look, should be a cracking game. That's four o'clock on Sunday. Looking forward to that. Um, but coming up next now, we do have a Giggles car. A come What do you have for seals?
2: Uh, A bit of It's not really related To provincial finals This weekend But I saw an, I saw a picture recently Of DJ Carey With the All-Ireland Cup When he was captain With his son Michael And it just kind of Got me thinking around Jesus Who who were the kind of Real top father Son duos In Hurling right, That we've seen Over the last 30 or 40 years And there's probably been more prominent ones in football, like you've got the Bernard Brogan senior and the two Brogans. You've got Dean Rock and Barney Rock. You've got the Earlys Dermot Early and Dermot Early senior, Ogie Moore and David Moore. So what I have is the top ten father-son duos in hurling.
0: Love it, love it.
2: Right, so I'm going to go through them uh, from ten to one. Um, tenth 10th, 10th place. I've got Cork duo Teddy McCarthy and Kean McCarthy. So Teddy obviously won Erling and football at Ireland. Keane played a couple of years senior. but not not as successfully. I don't think he won an at Ireland, Johnny.
1: No, he, he was on that room. that team that lost the Limerick in twenty nineteen. He was on he was on the wing that uh yeah.
2: So he had that he pass in to, he had
1: that pass into the center and where him, Harnady and Quaid yeah. came out and flicked him. That's that's
2: So he, he probably didn't get the to the island that his dad did, but they were they were no. a good duo. Um in number nine, I went for an interesting one. I went for like this fun I went for Shawnee Leary and Tomas O'Leary, right? So Shawnee Leary won a good couple of All Irelands, he was iconic. Uh, God rest his soul, he passed away this year. And then his son Tomas, Captain Cork. Cork
0: Minor Clark two, Minor title uh, in
2: nineteen or two thousand and one. Yeah. Was yep. was 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 a prodigy. Obviously, he was going to be a great hurler. I but then decided to go off and play it but, for Munster and ended up playing for Ireland and won a Grand Slam with Ireland. So while his success wasn't predominantly on the hurling field as an adult, he was a great prodigy. So I went with Shawnee Leary, Tomás e. Leary, number nine. At number eight, I went for Pat McGrath and Ken McGrath. So Pat McGrath was a star player played for Waterford for about 20 years through an awful period where we won nothing really. Um, and then Ken McGrath, came along and there's no more to be said about Ken. So they were in at number eight. In at number seven, I went for DJ and Michael Carey. Um, so, DJ Carey, enough said. Michael's just on the scene last year. This year, he's starting to prove himself as a back, scoring back at that. So, for DJ Carey and Michael Carey, number seven. Number six, I went for Joe Dooley and Shane Dooley from Offaly. So, Joe Dooley won, what, three or four All Ireland, three All a few All Stars. Shane Dooley, I think, is in the top 10 all time Scores in Championship, albeit a lot of them now are through the Christie Ring and through the Joe McDonough. With Affleck, But he's been played for Still been played for they played for him For over 17 years At number 5 I went for Liam You'll probably tell me more About Richie Power Senior And Richie Power Junior Richie yeah. Power Senior Played for Kenny, Kenny
0: back in the 80s um, Yeah He
2: probably won two Ireland. Yeah. the same team Cody was on And Richie Power Junior Won a fair amount Of all Ireland. So they're in at 5 They probably should be In at 4 actually when I, when I talk about Who's in the 4 In 4 Kane Hogan And Brian Hogan I love the fact that it's a goalie and a goalie. They both won All-Irelands. Ken Hogan won two All-Irelands in 1989 and 1991. Brian Hogan won an All-Ireland in 2019, obviously. So, to be fair, Lee was giving me the luck there. I swapped them positions with power in a four, <laughs> Ken and Brian Hogan in the five. Um, in at number three, I went with Gerald Hegarty and Gerrard Hegarty. So Gerald Hegarty is won hurler of the year. Gerrard Hegarty, I don't think he won All-Ireland, but he was a Limerick stalwart at centre-back for many of the year. Um. In number two, I went with a good friend of mine. I went with Brian Carroll from Offaly and his dad, Pat Carroll. So, Pat Carroll won two or three All Ireland's, two All Stars, and he passed away when Brian was three. And Brian obviously went on then to make his Offaly debut when he was 17 years of age, played for Offaly for 16 years. He's in the top 20 all time scores in the country through Liam McCarthy kind of times when Offaly were there through the, through the bad times. And he's had a couple of All Star nominations. And then in at number one, I've gone from. Joe Cooney and Joseph Cooney. So Joe Cooney won two All-Irelands, was, was kind of a legend, and Joseph Cooney has won one All-Ireland he's playing for All-Ireland. So that's my top ten. I and I, I, I kind of I was, when I was going through it, I kind of felt like there was no Dean Rock, Barney Rock standout that won multiple All-Irelands across books So. Um, I don't
0: know. Any thoughts, or am I missing anyone? On that? No, I think that's very good. Is to put that together. That like, uh, there's some there I didn't like. I didn't know about the old Dad, there. So like, there's a few yeah, there. Yeah, there's a few there that that have just sparked an interest for me. Um, like when you think about it, it's such a hard thing to emulate, uh, your dad or going playing inter county and then the pressure on the son to go on and play inter county yeah. as well. So yeah, it's some and to win all Ireland's then is another one, isn't it? Like to to emulate that success as well.
2: The thing that struck me was how few there is, you know. Mm. Actually, you, you kind of have yeah. in your head that there was more like, for for example, McFenley. I had down, I had McFenley and McFenley Senior, and I went Google and McFenley Senior. He never played for Kate Kenny at all, it was all the uncles that played.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: there's probably more stories of where uncles, like maybe I don't know, did, I don't think Joe Canning's uncles played for Galway, maybe his brothers played for Galway, but there was no dad son part there either. So I think, and, and then like there was. There was Jimmy Barry Murphy, and I think it's his son named Barry Barry Murphy. He might have played for half a season, but wouldn't be kind of up there and didn't emulate, obviously, near his dad. So it's it's a, it's a one where they're few and far between, actually, as opposed to being more common than you think. I know they say an ounce of breeding is worth a ton of feeding and that, and that kind of whole saying, but it doesn't translate as often as you think. That, that was my overall take from doing a bit of analysis on it.
0: Yeah, no, excellent Giggles, Connor. You've really spent the time on, on these last few weeks and we've got a lot of feedback in, so please, if Giggles has missed out and won, or you, you want to or order the, or order argue the toss on a, on a few of the places, get in touch with us on at on Instagram, Twitter and g'dayGA at gmail.com. All right, coming up next, we're going to have a look ahead at, at the Leinster final on Saturday night in Crow Park. It's always, you know, great to you know to say that you walk the
2: steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup like and but you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started let's say our first game with Glen Moore. Going back to your locals and the people that you brought up with and you're reared with just, there's nothing like coming back there
0: like one of the fancy oh, open top busland, I think about Duggins, Richard Duggins' lorry and yeah, yeah. Up, up on the back of your lorry and off down, It's just lovely country. And if you bonfires. Before we get into the Leinster final I think it it would be good to touch on Kilkenny's fantastic win in the under-20 All-Ireland last Sunday uh, against Limerick I think um, Limerick were probably fancied coming in Kilkenny got over Wexford in a poor Leinster final Uh, hadn't won at that grade obviously it's now under-20, under-21 but I think it was 2000 and Eight, I think it was the last time Kilkenny won, we'll say the equivalent yeah. the equivalent of grade <coughs> which is a long, long time. Um so it was great to see where mm. it was over in Turles It was great excitement seeing seeing the lads win. Um and obviously just three lads from my own club on on the team and captain from the from Dixborough and lives on the same street or around the corner from us here in the Sycamores in Kilkenny. So Henry was very excited getting to see them all and they brought the cup out to paramount there last weekend. Great excitement in Kilkenny. But I will say what was interesting was there was a small Kilkenny crowd at the game compared to like previous under-20 20 or 21 All-Irelands you would go to. Um, and I think, he, obviously, Kilkenny lost to Wexford there a few weeks ago as well. There's such an anti-Brian Cody sentiment at the moment in Kilkenny that it has flown on to like, appetite to go to matches, whether it be an under-20 All-Ireland or even to go to the Leinster final on Saturday. Like I reckon I'd be shocked if there was 5,000 Kilkenny going on Saturday. To Leicester final. Jeez, um, that's massive. There, there,
2: there is a lot of similarities, even though you despise each other between Tipperary and Kilkenny, you have to admit. <clears throat> uh,
0: yeah, uh, you're but more, I think. <laughs> I think no,
2: successful counties, but.
0: No, I think Kilkenny, even in bad times with Kilkenny before, we'll be, say pre Cody, going to like, you know, those years between 92 and 2000 before, there was still great Kilkenny t- crowd travel, but I think there is just this lag now with. Brian Cody and especially the way Kilkenny are playing, more so. It's like I'm not going up to, to look at that. It's like the attitude towards it. It's 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 interesting and like to you know people have 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 had their fill of it. You know there's no you know people still. Sure Brian Cole, everything he's done. It's like no people. No, he hasn't done it. They haven't won on Ireland in nearly seven years. Time for him to go. We're playing the same. Look, it's It's just interesting the, the vibe around the match on Saturday. is what I'm saying. And even under twenty, Ireland win. Yeah.
2: Uh, that, that no, and, and you hadn't actually mentioned that to us before, but it is interesting because I find it fascinating because if you went back to the start of 2019, right, and you said, with this current Kilkenny team that's there at the moment, if they were to win two Leinsters and a league title, you'd say that's probably them overachieving, right? I know Kilkenny people won't admit that, but if you look on it from an objective, yeah. from a neutral yeah. perspective, you'd say TJ's coming close to the end. They don't have many players coming through. He's actually unearthed a whole pile of really good players and he's experimented like Mikey Butler's come in. Addy Deegan, I know we slag him about his kind of style on this podcast a lot, but he's a solid player. Any team would want him. He'd probably make any starting back line in the country or maybe in the cornerback role than what he's playing with. I agree with you. They're they're playing a kind of a a confused hurling game. They don't know whether they want to go long or short. I'm sure the coaches in there are trying to get them to go short. When they go long, that's when they start losing games. Yeah. It's actually a fact. They make one or two mistakes, they start going long, and then they, it feeds into a team who's playing sweeper and they get eaten alive. Yeah, They can't do that. So if Cody is the person who's making that call he's the blocker. that's a wrong call. He, he's the, he is the, he
0: is the blocker, I think. And I think we'll see. I, I would not be shocked on Saturday that Kenny come up with this performance, having lost back-to-back games against and wexford and through it, like they've done... In last those last few years that you mentioned, giggles bring a performance that wins a Leinster final could happen, but that will mm. ma- it will mask the problem that is going on with Kilkenny. Because even if they were to win, I s- I think that's the end of their year. I can't see them to come up against a Limerick or a Clare or a Cork. I cannot see them getting over any of those teams. So they're at this interesting junction where you know the. Talking to people, I was at a wedding at the weekend in Kilkenny which is always very interesting because you get everything ends up talking back about hurling. Even the priest who was speaking at the top table ended up talking about Kilkenny hurling and had a go to tip people who were at the wedding or who were on the groom's side. Um, but it, it it's that this the confused game giggles that you know O Murphy is going short. This is what uh, yeah former contributor of the podcast Davey Ryan said. O Cody's going short, or sorry, O Murphy's going short to Tommy Walsh or Conor Lenny. But then they're just hitting it as long as what O'Murphy would hit off his pocket anyway. They're not actually going short. Yeah. Like it's not that they're it's like, oh no, we hit a short pocket with that. You know, it's it's and then the they just don't have the players in the half hour line to, to, to play that game. So but I,
1: are they are they mixed up in terms of the game plan? Are they mixed up in terms of like, you know, one minute Cody lets off the, the backroom team to start out the game plan and next thing when it doesn't go right, he just Stamps the foot down and says, "Not, we're going back to, we're going back to, you know, the long game again." Is is that is that what's happening? and stifling the message?
0: I I think he's just allowing him. He's allowing him to do a sharp pucker, and that's all he's allowing him to do.
1: Yeah, I reckon that's and it. Just, that's that's the that's the pass to the cornerback, and then it's straight yeah. up. Yeah, and then when the this, and, and are,
0: are they and and then do a bit more, but then when like Giggle said, they're losing, like they were against Wexford or even against Galway, long, 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 and then they just got no, yeah. they get no to get just get chewed up.
1: Like they can. They play can't. totally into Wexford ten uh, oh, in, in
0: Nolan. So what well, yeah, so Saturday, they're playing Galway. It does it will have a certain tension around it, I think, as well. Um and Kenny have lost two games in a row. But I just can't see I can see them summoning something like they've done yeah. before, but I I I think Galway I think Galway will be expecting that too. It's not as if they're going to catch him out. You know, I
1: can't... I... No, but I think I think if anyone's doing the catching out, it'll be probably Kilkenny. Like, and, and, and and I think you're right, too, though. Kilkenny the, 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 the teens of the past, and thinking about this game for the last couple of days, Like, what verdict they're going to give and where it's going to go. Like, Kilkenny do produce these performances because they love having this siege mentality and, you know, we're not going to be beaten twice with this crowd again. And in and the whole... I don't know, like... And maybe maybe it'll be a reflection if they don't win. That's you know they're not playing for the manager anymore. Maybe that that's going to come up too. But I I I thought about that, but I can't I can't make a justified case for Galway to win this game, like. You or for, for Kikini's win, oh, win,
0: good, yeah. Jeez, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm like, I can, I can only see a Galway win, but then you're kind of saying, geez, you got caught before, you know, Limerick do or or uh, Kikini don't lose twice in the same year to the same, you know, opposition. But I think that there is cracks there that that will be exposed in Crow Park as well. I think, and not to say that just because it's the wide open spaces will will suit Galway, but it's more so to to, to mm-hmm. suit. The the or to expose the shortcomings of the Kilkenny team and not having that game plan because it's threw them before to go along and and fight for every ball and when the game was like that but now I think it's going to get exposed up in Grove Park in those wide open spaces.
0: Yeah, I think I cool. I think. Okay. Going yep. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I was just I was going to come back on the point that you said it. It's probably all or nothing for Kilkenny this weekend, right? Because if you think about it, actually, to go to your point, they do create the performance. They win the Leicester final. They're in the All Ireland semi final, and based on our predictions, they're either going to play Clare or Wexford in that All Ireland semi final. So if you're a Kilkenny player and you're thinking, if I'm playing All Ireland semi final against Clare or Wexford, you'd be quite confident, right? They're yeah. good, 100%, but, but Clare and Kilkenny actually don't have that much recency in the championship. Wexford, we know there's a puck of a ball between Kilkenny and Wexford every single game, right? 100%. There's, you can't argue with that. So they have a good chance. Whereas, if you come out on the other side of it, right? So if they lose to Galway, they'll more than likely play Cork. It's Cork, Cork, Cork right? it's Cork, yeah. Not, d- doesn't have a good record against Cork recently, bar that game where Horgan scored the 3-10 and Kilkenny should have won the game. But you would fancy Cork. And then you'd have to go up against Limerick. And then you'd have to go play an all find. final. So it's actually a huge match for both teams. Both, both teams want the, the semi final option.
0: Oh, based on 100%. The way it's all falling out. 100%. Um, yeah, yeah, look.
2: Kenny can't create the performance. It, it actually opens up their whole year. Liam, I, I'll be hedging my bet this weekend. I'm going to Paddy Powers, putting 50 quid on Kenny for the All Ireland. Just in case. Because <laughs> it puts me in a no lose situation then, right? <laughs> I've got locked in. But. Oh,
1: um, this my, is
0: my, the last. This is the last year, yeah. It's the last year of a $500 bet. Yeah.
2: This is, I think I think this is it's in a year plus one shiny, it's we, shy. It's not shy, no. Anyway. It was no. twenty seventeen. This is the last year.
0: This is the last year.
2: Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, the I I going back to the match then though, right? It's 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 going to be a, a big battle. I think Galway are too good for any at the moment. I I think their 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 forwards are very strong. Without Hugh Lawler, I don't think they yeah, anybody is going to be capable of dealing with Conor Whelan. No,
0: massive like, worry. Massive worry, Conor Whelan, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'll be dreading the ball yeah. that goes near him every time.
2: Yeah. And I think Galway are still to peak, lads. Like, if you think about their full forward line, Conor Wheelan at, four, at 14, Cannon at 13, who's brilliant at playing two inside, and then they're playing uh, Cahill Mannion at 15, coming in and coming out, who's scoring four to five points in play, doesn't matter who he's playing against, whether it's Westmead or whether it's against Leeds or Wexford. That's a brilliant deck. I think where Galway might be a little bit shy is in the half forward line. Like Conor Cooney's having a pretty good year as centre forward. They're two wing forwards. Have, I think they've still defined their Like Joseph Cooney, when he goes to midfield, or does he play half forward? If he plays half forward, then you're, you've got a strong half forward line. David Burke was injured last year. David Burke has a lot of miles in the clock, but he's still having a great year. And then you go back to the Galway backs, David, David Mc or Gerald McInerney and Dahi Burke are showing up that middle again. Porick Mannion's playing well. The two cornerbacks, Greenish and Morrissey, are really good hurlers. But going back to going back to the similarities with Claire then, and I think a lot of Galway people are saying this, the opposite is true of Kilkenny. The Galway goalkeeper is a major concern.
0: Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah, There
2: is there is no way John Donnelly's shot would have been scored. In a senior club match. Never mind senior county match. He doesn't look confident as a goalie. And I don't think he inspires confidence in his backs. Compare that to Owen Murphy. Who is you know, hugely confident. He's had a bad game. He'll bounce back from that. There'll be no issues with it. So I think Galway will beat Kenny. Four to five points. Because they're two to fifteen are, are much stronger. And I think Galway are going to come with a challenge. Based on Sheffield and still in this work rating. Them, based on them having a really strong team. But I think... Ultimately, the goalie might be their undoing from a, a championship charge perspective.
1: That'd, that'd be my it's, view. There's all the goalies tonight.
2: There's all
0: the goalies tonight,
1: yeah. i the goalie tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I'm going for a, a Galway five or six point win, and, and like on, like totally on the basis of, the, of, of what I said already, but like Q Lawler is just a massive, massive outlook. Like, yeah. like, do they put Deegan back full back? I think they have to put Vic back. I don't do, I now. don't know if I fancy or, Yeah.
0: I actually think Con- I actually think Conor Delaney uh, he ac- I was worried about him, Conor McDonald. and Conor McDonnell caught that one ball over him for oh, Murphy made that wonder save. Yeah. Um but uh I actually thought Conor Delaney did quite well in that game. Um so I think I reckon he's going to put Conor Delaney there. I think he's going to yeah. leave him there but I, I am I'd be very very worried about it. um I I actually think Kilkenny are, are going to win. And, no, and, it. and it's not kind of a a hard no, over, yeah, uh, over the that, head one. Yeah. I just think that they'll do this performance thing that they can do, like they did against that Limerick in twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah. They'll just they'll rise. And own Cody was snuffed out the last day against Wexford, and then Kenny basically had no threat. Um, if they can snuff him again, I do think they'll be they'll be cooked. But if if own Cody is in the game and is, gets his one two or one three, I actually think Kenny could could sneak it. Um, I, I don't think it's I kind of don't think it's a good thing for Kenny in the long run because I pro- I probably think if came in the final, I think it gets Cody and Cody will stay again, which I think he'll just stay. Whereas if if Kenny okay. were to lose the final, and I I would think they would lose to Cork. I don't, and I never said that. I'd always fancy him against Cork. I do think they would lose to Cork. I think then that would be their moment of reflection for Brian Cody. The county board.
2: That would be four, four lasts in
0: a row, then. Yeah. So that would be yeah. great to put out yeah.
1: Kikini and put down Cody. Yeah. From a car point of view, that would be absolutely <laughs> yeah. I, ideal. I, 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 think, I like I, that. I, I, th- I
0: like that. Yeah, I think that's that's what I would see playing out. However, I think you win that, and then they go into the Ireland be final, like you said, Eagles, and they could get one of those two teams, which they could get to an Ireland final. And all of a sudden, then you're like, well, sure. Uh, you know he goes into what his he, he goes into his performance review in November with with the with the you know the Leicester Cup in, in his pocket and he's got to learn the final like it's and yeah. a, a Limerick win it. What do you say then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it's very hard. It's very it's, I'm just saying. Over the final. You you are coming you're coming down very hard on Brian cordian I know
2: the whole Kilkenny public is right, but like. Some of the things that you love about Brian Cody, about standards and not being favouritism and, and taking club form into consideration and bringing new players through, he's done all that, right? Which, which, which may be the core principles that keeps Kilkenny where they are. And everybody's focused on this new shiny game plan that Limerick have perfected. They're probably focused on it very much back in four and five as well when Cork brought the running game. Th- 2013 was probably the only blip before the current kind of drought in Kilkenny. <laughs> I, I I just don't know are the, are the players there for Kilkenny for them to be a successful uh, against the current. I don't think so. I, and Galway,
0: I I I wouldn't disagree with you, Giggles. But I think you have to have a go at it. Like is in, you can always revert to type, which they're doing. But if you want, you, you you have to go right. Okay, look, we're not winning by going the way we're going. We're way off it. We're gonna have we have these crop of players, and we've won under twenty all Ireland. Let's. This is a time to try it now. The other, the other problem is though, Kenny have won under 20 All Ireland in every other year. With Kenny have won under 20. We'll say it's under 21, right? So they're a year older. We'll say those guys are straight in. There would be two or three of them on the panel. That was the time when you're allowed to do that. And there could be players starting. There, I, I, I hate saying this, but there's there's no one off the under 20 panel on Sunday or team. You'd be like, oh great, but two of them now could be in for the golem match. Just bring a surprise. Like, there's no one, yeah.
2: Anything, your man Germany, you don't
0: think because he's uh, probably not strong enough yet. No, he? I don't. no, y- God no God I, H- don't, I don't. Think, I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I man not manage and score and got man the match. But Billy Drennan got like six points in play. Like he should see him in the flesh. Like he's he just, Drennan. Sorry, not Drennan, he, Drennan. he's a small young lad. Like is he in the He's a quality hurler and yeah. he's a brilliant boy. Like I'd see he get hit alive. I reckon on, on Saturday night if he plays. So that's also another worry that you know, from, from a Kilkenny perspective. but look, yeah, look. Saturday night will be interesting. We're going up myself, myself and Henry. We're going up to meet my, my niece as well. Um, looking forward to it. Seven o'clock game up in Crow Park will be great. Wonder the lights will be on, even though it won't be required. But um, yeah. Is Tanya not going to the
2: matches anymore since you brought her
0: to the terrace? Tanya is on strike <laughs> since I brought her to Paranal Park <laughs> on a terrace of four thousand oh, yeah. smelly Dublin men. Um, so <laughs> she is coming to Dublin, but she will be staying at home. She could have went. You know, she went to Kenny Wexford. Lovely Kenny Wexford in, in Nolan Park. She enjoyed that. Um, but no, she's she's leaving off to the Leicester, Leicester final. Um, What's
2: the crowd is estimated like to be like for the, for the match this
0: weekend? So I would I would be shocked if there's more than 25,000 in Crow Park. Shocked. I'd I so I be shocked. The, the Cody-Cheflin the
2: Cody factor? We haven't even no, talked about that. No. Really, like, uh, it's not a factor here.
0: It's not a factor. Honestly, you should see how down people are here about it. Honestly. Like, it's shocking. It's shocking. I, the so co- come
2: over the bridge and we... we more to the beach and we we'll show you how to do a bit of hype. Yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely yeah. not. there's definitely no hype here, it's all downtrodden anyway. But yeah, look, the Cody Sheffin thing, there'll be a million cameras on him at the end. Um yeah. and I'm sure it'll just be a it'll be it won't it won't be what it was. Um who knows? Nope. Like, but not even working, not even thinking about that to be honest, I just hope. I don't know what I hope actually. <laughs> Obviously I always was want Kenny to win, but it's a weird one. I
2: hope they're friends
0: at the end of it. I hope they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god! they hug each other at the end. Yeah, happily ever after. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah,
0: look, it it is look. It's coming into the into into the business end of the year, which is good. Obviously, you've got those other games on as well at the at the weekend. You got the Joe McDonough, which then it does influence the following weekend for who Cork and. um and we're, we're, all, were-,
2: we're all shouting for Ke- we're, we're, we're shouting for Kerry, obviously the Joe McDonough Fine for a couple of reasons. One, and uh, by Steve Malumpia a man. Two, Liam, you love this one. It I would know. force Tipperary back to training
0: like and that is outrageous, Kerry, isn't Kerry,
2: it? Kerry, 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 beat Tipperary this year. Just don't forget that. Yeah, know. And what we're seeing actually at the moment is, I, th- I think every club in the country is seeing at the moment is a, is a is a flock of quality players, in particular, county players over to America and this is the week they're all going like the 2nd of June they're getting their 90 days in their contracts have been, the transfers have been done I've no doubt there's a whole pile of Tipperary lads oh without over. doubt, no doubt without doubt um,
0: but surely so they come back it, long, if if Lord of lads left they're gone and then Kerry win surely they're coming back
2: you, you, can't, you can't
0: oh 60 you days can't 60 days, days isn't it so,
2: no, so it's 30 days. Once you go over there, you've got a 60-day transfer, but you can come back after 30 days. 30 days, okay. Yeah, okay. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to play the game. But a couple of, couple of inequalities here. First of all, if Kerry win the Joe McDonough, they should be in the must Championship. Uh, like, they're, they're, it's, it's wrong. why not? It's bullshit. And it actually shouldn't be a playoff, with him, to be honest. As much as he'd love to see him go down to Joe McDonough, and Eddie Brennan's little uh, TikTok video with John Milan was very good, where he said... John Mulan asked him would he ever manage Tipperary and anybody?" I'd love to manage Tipperary and I promise you John playoff or no playoff I'd have them in the McDonald the following year that <laughs> 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 highlighted the rivalry but um Kerry if, if Kerry win the Joe McDonald, and nobody expects him to by the way Antrim are the red hot It's the great year so far but Kerry should just be in the most final and she have six teams like you can't really get Tipperary down to Joe McDonough. Like it, it would be wrong but if they lose the playoff they absolutely should be playing the Joe McDonough and um, I would hate to see any kind of uh, special dispensation for Chipperary Harding if they were to lose to Kerry but yeah. yeah that that will be an interesting match this weekend I think it's 2 o'clock isn't it on Sunday or is it on Saturday no it's on
0: Saturday before, before um, Kenny Galloway so that's right
2: that's right that, yeah. well, that'll, bring a, that'll bring a bit like Kerry you'll probably get a couple of thousand Antrim will bring a bit Antrim will bring yeah, match, I, I wouldn't
0: be, would be surprised Antrim bring more than Kenny to the match to be honest yeah that wouldn't yeah I don't think that, that he uh, be, speak, speak,
2: speaking of Antrim, I know we're going to know but Casement Park got the go ahead which was
0: great oh f- fantastic after years and years and years um, I actually played in the old Cason Park did you? played for from Queens. Queens yeah against Jordanstown um, and like honestly when I was there the pitch was amazing but the whole place was an absolute kip like, it was an absolute dive, so... The, the, that was the
2: one with the big the big bank up at the, up at the back. Yeah, big bank. Cities, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It was one of the worst places at, in terms of facilities and all, so it's, it's place has gone to racking rooms so thank God that's going to now, now um, come to fruition for them up there. We are coming to the end. Sean Leary has put on his jacket, which is a sign that the podcast is coming to a close. He's ready to get <laughs> home. It's his own fault, though, for, you know, staying at work until 8 o'clock and then knowing the podcast was on 8 o'clock Melbourne time, so... well
1: sometimes you can't help these things Liam you just have got to do
0: what you got to do got to do, gotta do fair play to you got to put bread on the table you have to yeah fact yeah so um, we let you get in your Uber home Shani. Um, Giggles you can now go on your lunch break probably you've had an hour there of doing nothing but you'll probably just take a lunch now and my little girl Lily will be waking up shortly, and I'll be giving her lunch so we're all we're all uh, on track there for a good evening and a good lunch time and we'll be back next week we have Shani coming across in a few weeks time Shani when you arrive in three weeks time Three weeks' time now, yeah. Three, three weeks' three time, weeks. so we'll, oh. get, we'll get a podcast together in the flesh. But, uh, look, enjoy the of final. Enjoy the Leinster final, Akadejia, Twitter and Instagram. Thanks very much, Sean Eels. Thanks, Siany. Thanks, Giggles. Thanks, that